Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Listen to These Nerds, and tonight we are going to be playing more Mythos Unit. My name is Chris, and I am the GM for this game, as always. Starting at the top of the chat channel and going downwards, we have... Uh, hello, I'm Jonathan, and I will be playing Inspector Adam Lavender. Uh, hello, my name is Harry, and I will be playing uh, Inspector Blackmore. Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm going to be playing a Quincy Adams. Hi, I'm John, and I'm going to be playing uh, Antonios Tony Megalos. Uh, All right, so uh, last that our group left off, the blackout had just started in London, and hearing the sounds of chaos from outside, all of you went to investigate and found that one of the uh, yeah plazas in London was under attack by a number of myths, specifically a group of fireball-throwing harpies, a massive hill giant, and what seemed to be a sentient swarm of locusts that was, in fact, a swarm of locusts controlled by one super smart locust. So after taking down all of those myths and capturing them, you then heard the sounds of more chaos coming from two different directions. In one direction was New Scotland Yard, and from the feelings that you were getting, Franklin, it seemed that uh, the smiley face killer, well, the similar sort of sensations you associate with them, is coming from the precinct, while in the opposite direction, you heard gunfire coming in the direction of Mythtown. All right. Um, I guess Franklin's going to take stock of the situation and says, we're going to have to split up to cover more ground. One team goes to Mythtown, another one comes back to the precinct. Yes, I agree. I'll cover the precinct. I think uh, some of you have more history with the myths. They'll be coming with you to the precinct then. I have a funny feeling that our mutual friend is trying to tie up some loose ends. Yes. All right. Uh, Quincy, uh, Tony, head to Mythtown, rendezvous with Jack and Hespero, and render assistance as needed. Can your uh, mechanical bird contact us in the event that we need to get updates? Yes, it can. All right. Uh, stay safe, everyone. Godspeed, and uh, I guess we will split up and head our separate ways. Okay, so um, we are doing what all groups say to never do and splitting the party. So first off, we are going to go with uh, Franklin and Adam. So you two immediately run back to the precinct. The process taking you only a couple of minutes, and um, you find that it looks as though the front of New Scotland Yard looks as though it like it looks as though something with a giant pair of hands has taken the front of the building, like the entrance, the doorway, and just ripped it sheer off. And the sounds of screams and gunfire is coming from inside. And Franklin, the sensation that you've always had whenever you've gotten close to the smiley face killer, like it is coming at you like nails on the chalkboard of your soul. All right, so um, Franklin's going to steady himself for a second and um, just sort of like, I guess, like mentally contact um, Rita, the, yeah. the Wraith, and just kind of like, you know, be like, okay, you ready for this? <laughs> and you, there's just a moment and she just says, no, but I'll try. That's as best as we're going to get. All right, and so, so I'll yeah. turn to Lavender and say, uh, all right, Primary uh, objective is to help any survivors prevent whatever this is from either reaching the containment cells and potentially try and rendezvous with Alestra. 
if she's still alive. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I guess we'll head in. All right. So uh, the both of you head inside, and it is pure chaos inside. Uh, the room is being lit up with flashes of gunfire as... It seems as though um, a number of uniformed officers are trying to retreat into the main workroom where this sort of massive roiling black shape, maybe some 20 odd feet in height, is just slowly shambling after them. And as you peer close, it looks like there are, God, there's no other word to describe it, but uh, Franklin, you remember the night spawn from the end of last season right before you fought the gasha dokoro like all of those tiny toddler sized beams made of pure darkness with bright luminous yellow eyes yeah those things it looks as though they fuse together into this massive form like there are just it is it looks like this lumpy mass made out of these toddler sized things with countless yellow eyes peering out from it at it as it is slowly shambling forward and beginning to rip the doorway apart. Meanwhile, you can also see that there is a, yeah, um, nearby that there are bodies of the other officers just lying prone in the hallways as, yeah, basically guns are scattered about, there is broken furniture and blood just drenching the floors and at one hallway off in the distance to the elevator that leads downstairs, you can see the glowing light representing, um, yeah, the Koma Inu who defends, uh, yeah, the precinct, Waffles. Yes. And you, and you hear Waffles barking, but it looks as though the light is flickering and you can hear other noises coming from that direction as well. Okay, so we've got the, the amalgamation in front of us and there's uh -huh. something in like a stairwell going downstairs. Yes. Or it's heading towards the elevator, it seems like. Okay, well, priority one is stopping that thing, whatever it is it's going to end up uh -huh. being. Uh, are we in combat right now, or is this still, like, you know, um, if you of time? If you choose to engage, this will become combat. All right, well, the amalgamation, is it doing, like, it's just kind of like, is it just standing around, or is it, like, doing something? Um, it is going towards the officers that are in, like, the main, uh, work area where you guys spend all of your days, like, doing office work and stuff, and guns are out, and they are firing at this thing repeatedly and shouting at each other, um, GET BEHIND THE DESK! WE NEED MORE AMMO! Mm. Um, yeah. okay. Um, I'll whisper to Lavender. I'll go to Lavender. It's like, see if you can cut off whatever's heading downstairs. I'll deal with these dark things. Got it. Okay, and we will jump away from you guys for just a moment. And meanwhile, Quincy and uh, Tony, the two of you, um, I will say that in terms of, like, the clock, you guys are taking a little bit longer to get to your location, but for the sake of making this scene, it's going to go to you guys, like, just right now for the sake of description. Uh, so you two arrive at the, uh, yeah, the area, like the large stone wall that designates the border of Mythtown, basically. And just as it was chaos over at New Scotland Yard, so too is it chaos here, but from a different source of terror entirely, as it looks like there are men that have basically come out and they have, uh, they are loaded to bear with all kinds of weapons, like 
uh, Uzis, submachine guns, assault rifles, and they are laying down fire on the town guard of Myth, uh, Myth Town, basically. Wait, there are human? Humans with weapons. And uh, in fact, okay. uh, looking at all of them, um, it almost looks as though they are loaded up in casual clothing, but as they are shouting at each other, you are detecting the hints of an Irish accent in all of their voices. Ah, uh, okay. these fuckers. Yeah, it sounds like these are indeed the McCarthy family. Yeah. And there are a few amidst the fight that even as they are running forward, they seem to be demonstrating some myth abilities as one man runs forward, but then you see him again, and another one of him, and another, and another. It looks like there are ten of the same guy that are racing forward at superhuman speed to um, basically slash out at the town guards with razor-sharp claws. And as you can see, like, the guards are... Uh, they include guys like satyrs and centaurs and a few, like, big ogreish guys here and there. But they are just trying to defend themselves with bows and arrows and crossbows and everything else. And amidst their number, you can see Jack Houston on the front line with it, yeah, his dwarven mage shield on his arm defending against a hail of gunfire that is coming at him as he's trying to, uh, yeah, shield a dwarf who is just, yeah, it looks as though he is bleeding from a number of gunshot wounds. Wait, Jack has been shot multiple times? Uh, no. Uh, he seems to be okay, you're guessing, but he looks a bit singed, and he has a shield up, and basically bullets are just pinging off this shield at a high rate as they're kicking up sparks. Are any of the town guards, like, using magic or anything? Um, basically, they are behind some upturned cars and are just trying to, um, hold the line, basically, but it looks as though, uh, yeah, it looks as though the men of the McCarthy family are slowly gaining ground on them. How many guys, like, am I able to tell the, uh, an average, not including the guy who's duplicated himself, mm. am I able to tell how many guys seem to be firing? Um, just with machine guns, it looks as though they have maybe, like, a dozen men or so, and, uh, the town guard, they're giving as good as they get, but at the same time, it looks like a very frantic firefight. Okay, uh, and they haven't seen us yet? Uh, no, it doesn't seem to be. Okay. Because uh, it is pitch blackout, and the two of you do not have guns, so you are not drawing attention to yourselves. Uh, okay, I'm gonna look up to Tony, um, and say, um, so are, are they fairly close together? Like, like um, the, because they're they're firing as a group, right? Yeah. So are they it, okay? It looks as though the people who are firing with their machine guns and stuff, uh, and their assault rifles, they are clustered together in smallish groups, spread apart from each other. But there are definitely enough of them clustered together that you could, you know, like, use attacks that hit multiple targets and take out clusters of them at a time. Okay, I'm gonna look up to Tony and say, um, uh, maybe it's time to do your thing. And he, and Quincy makes, like, a hammering motion. Um, yeah, so, uh, Tony says, uh, do you not think perhaps the, uh, the forge and bellows might be more useful? Uh, I can only hit one man at a time with the hammer. Oh, uh, sure. I had, uh, Quincy kind of wrote that, um, well, um, you're the specialist, I guess. You go ahead. I'm gonna, you know, and he does like a couple jabbing punches and he's gonna start walking towards the closest guy he can see. Hmm. Okay. So uh, I think it's at this point that everybody can roll for initiative. All right. Hubba-da-hubba-da-hubba-dee. 
start, Chris. How was the initiative calculated in the system again? 2D10s, um, right? 2D10s and add your sense modifier. Sense modifier, okay. Uh, 15. Nine. Also, also 15. 16. Alright, thank you. I am adding this up right now as we speak. Find this up in the chat. Excellent. That is helpful. Thank you, John. Okay, and I will just also take a look at something. Uh, also, um, we decided on how long it takes to uh, rearrange powers like in combat, right? Yes, it is either a standard action or a move action. Okay. Okay, and I'm just doing some yeah. calculations of mine. Ooh, okay, the enemies are not rolling well for initiative, so uh, things are definitely looking up for you guys. Uh, love to see it. You, you just love to. Mm, you'd love I'm to. Sorry. I know. We're going to have to do it to them. Mm. Quincy puts his hands together. <laughs> yeah, and okay. So I believe that we can start with initiative. And uh, so, Adam, you are top of the list, my friend. Okay, great. So we're just going to go down the list and, and like, r regardless of where people are in the... Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Hmm, yes, I think Blackmore is, Blackmore is right. And uh, my priority should be whatever is on the stairs. So mm. I'm going to head there uh, as quickly as I can. Uh -huh. And I'm dash over using my my vampire speed. Sure, okay. So, uh, you race over, and in the blink of an eye, you s find yourself in the hallway leading to the elevator, which is going to lead down into the basement, where all of the captured myths are with all of their pack abilities and stuff. And you see, uh, directly in front of the open elevator is Waffles, the Koma Inu, bravely standing his ground and growling uh, putting up a circle to ward off the two diminutive figures that are attacking him. But you can see, um, yeah, you can't, they look oddly triangular from where you're standing. They're small and, and shambling looking, but from the sound of your approach, they turn around and what can only be described as the most demonic looking garden gnomes you have ever seen are standing there. Oh but, no, it's the shapes boys. Um, you see that their tall, pointed red caps on their head are dripping this dark fluid that can only be blood. Their eyes are bloodshot and yellowed, their grinning mouths filled with rotting, razor-sharp teeth, and the both of them are chuckling uh, maniacally to themselves as they each have, like, this rusted-looking, blood-soaked butcher's knife in... Uh, yeah, each of them have one of these things that's maybe half as large as they are. And seeing that you're there now, um, yeah, they are slowly shuffling towards you, uh, giggling to themselves like, <laughs> Hmm. So the thing is, is that they move really slowly, but if they actually manage to touch you, they do like 9,999 damage and you just die instantly. Yeah. No, they, wouldn't, they, wouldn't, they, if they, they wouldn't be talking then. That's mm. true. <laughs> yeah. Like a Tonberry from Final Fantasy. Hmm. But anyway, okay. uh, that's your movement, so you still have a standard action, Adam. Okay, great. And these things are coming down at the hallway towards me. Yes, that is correct. Hmm. Okay, I think I'm going to... Uh, is there, like, a brace action? Um, I will say that if you want, you can take a... Basically a 
full defense action, and you can add a plus five bonus to your defense score for this round. Right, okay. I think that's the best I can do for now. Okay, great. So you just slowly ready yourself, uh, getting into a crouch, and you just open your eyes like as wide as possible, keeping your hands raised and waiting for uh, the two of these things to engage you. And mm -hmm. then after your turn, it's going to flash over to Quincy. Okay. Um, so how close, like, I don't want to walk into a group of four guys and get shot in right. ribbons. Like, is there anyone who's by themselves? Um, yeah, you can see that there are a few guys who are by themselves, like maybe one or two that have broken off from the main group. And you see that a few of them, like one of them has a submachine gun. Another one ha is unclipping what seems to be a grenade from his belt and is getting ready to throw it. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go up to that guy who's by him, the grenade guy. Uh, okay. Can I, can I sneak up to him? Um, sure. Yeah, you can uh, roll me a stealth check. Okay. That is a 16. Okay, um, yeah, that a uh, 16, let me just roll for his perception check. And, okay, uh, yeah, that is that does not beat a 16. All right, I'm gonna so, paralyze him. Okay, you sneak up, shuffle directly up behind him. Uh, so does he have to, and, okay, and then when you do that, he has to roll a fortitude saving throw, correct? So. Okay. Um. God, this is like that, uh, the Thomas Jane Punisher, where he's got like that one guy buried under rubble. Like, you mm. paralyze him while he's got this pinless grenade in his hand, so it's not going to mm. kill him. But, oh man, he's going to hold on to that thing now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that is a 21. 21 to hit. Yeah, okay, that's a hit. And um, what is the DC for this stun? Uh, uh, it is 10 plus your rank. Oh, yeah, I should open that up as well. It is... Uh, wait, John, this is, this is, this isn't the paralyzed power, this is the paralyzed, um, feet. Is that different? Give me a second to look that up. Yeah, sorry. I'm just pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that it was... Yeah, I also have the book here, so I can jump yeah. over to the feet section. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, don't I forego the amount of damage I do instead? Sorry, I don't have the, like, full description written here, I just have the rank. Rank associated with the difference of... Feet. Uh... Stunning attack? Yes. Okay. Um, and what rank is this attack that you're making? Uh, rank 7. Okay, so the DC is 17. All right. Uh, yeah, that succeeds. So oh, by, um, how by how much? Um, by one. Okay. He rolled very high on his fortitude saving throw, so yeah, you did succeed on that. So... Um, you just jab into uh, the small of his back and then another pop pop uh, along the length of his spine and he just goes rigid and uh, yeah basically the grenade drops from his hand followed by the pin and it might be because of your luck but the pin just clicks into the grenade uh, before um, yeah it has a chance to go off so okay. uh, yeah lucky old man strikes again. Well, he's just holding it, right? Like Harry was saying, or, like he, like he, it's not like he can pull the pin, but as mm. long as he doesn't like, as long as he doesn't open his hand, the grenade can't go off. Um. Okay. Yeah. Then in that case, I will say that. Uh. Yeah. He pulls the pin out, and then he's just frozen in place. Only his eyes are moving as he's looking between the grenade and then the pin over and over again. So. Uh. Yeah. You were able to stop that guy. So awesome job. And then after your turn, Quincy, it is going to go to Franklin. Alright, um, 
So I'm just going to um, shout out to the officers to basically mm. just uh, get behind something. And uh, then I'm going to throw an eruption sphere at uh, the amalgamation of dar- of the Heartless or the Darkness or whatever you want to call it. All right. You, uh, okay, so you cast Fireball at the Darkness. No, no, no. I Well, I cast Eruption Sphere at the Darkness. Let's split All hairs right. here. Okay, okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, I believe for that, because it's an area attack, uh, this thing has to make a reflex save, correct? Yes, and the rank that I have in it currently is 2, so it's a reflex save of 12. Okay, um, yeah, uh, it was able to succeed at its reflex save, so I believe you just need to roll for damage. Okay, uh, what's a 2 rank power again? 1d6. Uh, takes 2 damage. Fire All damage, right. if that makes any difference. Okay. Um. So you just throw this sphere at it, but your aim is off, and this sphere lights up the almost pitch black room as suddenly it detonates overhead and burning cinders cascade down onto this thing. And uh, yeah, you can see that it seems to recognize this pain and ju- it just barely, like, it doesn't even turn whatever it has for a head back at you as it just continues moving towards all the men that are firing upon it. Okay. Uh, then I guess with my move action, I will uh, move to intercept. Okay. Um. Yeah, so you just race forward and interpose yourself in between the men that are firing at it and this thing, and it only now seems to recognize your advance as it is, yeah, getting ready to attack you. Okay. So after that, then it is going to go to the turn of, uh, yes, the fellow who seems to be 10 fellows back at the fight versus, um, yeah, the town guard. So I'm going to say that um, both Tony and Quincy, the both of you can make perception checks if you want. Sure. Perception is not great. That is right. a five. Okay. A seven. Okay, so yeah, uh, all of, yeah, every single one of uh, these identical figures are dashing back and forth uh, at a rapid speed between all of the defenders. And as these guys are uh, just striking at the various guardsmen who are ducking back, you hear a scream from, uh, yeah, actually a satyr as he staggers back with this enormous slash wound across his chest, basically clutching at himself as... He sinks to the ground, just scrabbling backwards on his hooves. And then after him, it is going to go to uh, Tony's turn. Well, Tony's action is to to set up his forge, but yep. that doesn't... Uh, it gets very hot all of a sudden, but... Mm. Uh, okay, um, so you take out your forge, slam, down, uh, slam it down onto the ground, get the bellows ready, and you just begin heating it up to life, and... Uh, yeah, this does not go unnoticed as this rapidly glowing forge is, uh, yeah, basically a bunch of the McCarthy's who are firing just see this going on and a bunch of them turn and point and a lot of them begin shouting at each other as they're getting their weapons ready to fire upon you when they get the chance. So after them, it is then going to go to the red caps in the hallway with you, Adam. So they are just going to slowly begin shuffling towards you before one of them explodes forward in a burst of speed, leaping off the ground like a flea and flinging himself directly at you. 
And right. yeah. Uh, so what is your defense score plus five? Uh, 19. Okay. Um. Yeah, it got just under that. So basically seeing this enormous cleaver headed directly at your face, you duck under it and it just skids to a halt behind you um, as it basically goes overhead like a missed softball, uh, yeah, screeching down the hallway and you can hear it giggling to itself as it's anticipating what's about to come, while the other one is also going to try and attack. So, um, yeah, this one's also a failure. So it advances towards you as well with another bodily leap. But yeah, this time you just leap to one side with superhuman speed as it hits the side of the hallway and just digs into it with its cleaver and is just hanging there suspended in the air as it's trying to pull its cleaver out, uh, froth foaming at the corners of its mouth as it's trying to pull this weapon free. Oof, looks like well, that. Sounds uh, like a nice guy. Mm. <laughs> After them, it is then going to go to the shambling mass that is uh, looking down at you with its thousands of eyes, uh, Franklin. And it's going to raise up one gigantic hand and it's going to try to slam it down as the other officers go running for cover. So, um, all right. Uh, this is a hit, I believe, because, uh, yeah, what is your defense, Franklin? Uh, 12. Mm, I thought so, yeah. That, uh, yeah, that's larger than that. So, okay. And it is going to bring its hand down upon you. And what is your defense, uh, toughness score, I should say? Uh, I believe it is, I'm trying to think, because I know it's, it's something plus constitution. Oh, here we go. Uh, I've got eight. Eight. Uh, yeah. okay. So, um, yeah, you bring both of your arms up, uh, and you just brace yourself as much as you can, and it slams into you, and you can feel this enormous weight hitting you, uh, basically... Uh, yeah, as though somebody is swinging a sack of bricks down on you, and you tough it out despite your superhuman endurance, but nevertheless, you still take four points of damage as a result from that attack. And also, okay. I have I have your hit point scores from last time, guys, and so that brings you down to 26 HP, Franklin. Mm -hmm. So, after that, it's then going to go to the turn of the McCarthys. So, a bunch of the men with their firearms are going to see you... Tony, and they are going to bring them to bear on you. So, all right. What is your defense score? Is, um, 14. Okay. Um, then, yeah, despite the multitude of guns going off at you, only two of those attacks managed to hit. And I'm going to calculate the damage right now. Um, what is your toughness score? My toughness is, uh... Like, just uh, toughness or my, like, total DR? Um, total DR. Like, just what you reduce 14. from damage. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. So, yeah, these bullets are doing absolutely nothing to you as they are pinning, pinging off the front of the forge. And one of them hits the side of your goggle, but just pings off. And you just grunt at the annoyance before resuming your work on fanning the flames of your forge. Tony hears you. Tony don't care. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Smith's more furiously and <laughs> Smith's with malicious intent. Hmm. Hmm. Smithing is faster and faster. <laughs> All right. So, um, at now that it is the end of the round, I will say that, um, yeah, both, uh, yeah, 
Sorry, just checking something. Okay, so uh, Quincy, as and Tony, as the both of you are getting into the fight, there is the sound of like a thunderclap from overhead, and the both of you look up to see something very unusual high up in the sky. It's like this sort of sphere that's maybe like the size of a small soccer field in diameter that seems to be made of just this pure sort of grayish sort of energy but there are claps and booms coming from within it like a restrained thunderstorm almost and you can almost see like these sort of shapes that are winging about inside as if in some sort of frantic fight yeah it is unlike anything you've seen before, but the sounds coming from it are almost like a miniature thunderstorm. Um, after that, mm, now, um, as this goes on, suddenly you hear another sound from nearby, and it looks as though um, another team of men nearby is actually bringing out what appears to be an entire goddamn bazooka, and they are getting it set up and leveling it not at the main, uh, not at the guardsmen who are defending Mythtown, but almost like at Mythtown itself. Like the wall? The wall, yeah. Oh, they were going to say at Tony. No, no, <laughs> nothing like that. Because I'd be like, ah, that's fair. <laughs> not, well, not yet. Uh, maybe soon, maybe soon. But for now, uh, yeah. And that is what you notice. And then we're going to go back to the top of initiative with Adam. Okay, great. <sighs> hmm. So I guess it's just me and the Koba Inu and these two red cats, huh? Oh, yes. And also, that reminds me, there was one other turn I forgot to take last time, but I will do that. It is Waffle's turn. Ah, uh, excellent. Yes, he is at the bottom of the initiative tracker, so I'll just... So yeah, uh, suddenly the force field that Waffle seems to have erected is glowing in power, and you just hear this enormous bark like a deafening clap, and suddenly there is this bolt of raw energy that fires uh, through the space over your shoulder uh, and hits the wall. It dissipates and nothing happens, but it looks like it went right past one of the red caps who suddenly has a very worried expression on its face. Hmm. All right. Uh, so yeah, he's not an accurate boy, but he is a good boy. He is a good boy. Uh -huh. <laughs> a very he's good boy. He's doing his best. Yep. Every good boy does, does their best. So okay. Adam, it's going to go back to your turn once again. Whew, all right, these things are pretty nasty, so I'm going to play it cautious for now, uh -huh. um, at least until I have one of them down for the count. So uh, I am... They're both pretty close to me, right? Uh, Yeah, it looks like it. Okay, great. So I am just going to uh, put myself in an advantageous position and then okay. uh, get ready for an, a, a regular unarmed attack. Sure. Uh, and with my super speed, uh, I also have four ranks of armor piercing. Uh, Excellent. That, uh, matters. Sure. Okay. Uh, make me a melee attack roll, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a 16. Okay. Um, yeah, that is a hit. So uh, roll me some damage, please. Okay. Great. So if I remember properly, the armor piercing provides uh, one point of damage per rank. Is that right? Um, yes, that's correct. Okay. So you are negating four ranks of toughness on these things. Okay, great. All right, so on 2d6, that's a rule of five, plus four from the arm piercing is nine damage. Okay, great. Um, oh, sorry, I should clarify. Whatever damage you roll remains the same, but essentially, like, if you dealt five damage and these things have, say, three armor, for example, 
it would deal two damage normally, but because okay, of the rank so, of armor, yeah. Yeah. So basically, you deal uh, as much damage as possible with the damage that you have already. Okay, great. Uh, so I won't add it to future rolls. Okay, so um, you just disappear from sight as you use your super speed to maneuver behind one of these things, and it barely has time to spin around its eyes suddenly wide as you deliver a soccer ball kick directly in its ugly face, and you just send it hurtling back down the hallway about 20 feet, uh, bouncing along the ground as it goes before it digs its cleaver into the ground and screeches to a halt, kicking itself back up as blood is dripping down from its lips as it is just grinning maniacally up at you. Very nice. Um, mm -hmm. So if, if I still have my move action, uh, I'd like to move to be closer to Waffles, just so these sure. things can't flank us. Sure, that works. Okay, so you use the remainder of your movement to, uh, yeah, go back to Waffles, and you put, um, actually, um, you remember, uh, yeah, I will say that you know uh, that Waffles is capable of erecting force fields around itself to negate damage and stuff like right. that, and you're pretty sure that's what it has up around itself right now, and you could step into the circle reasonably if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, sounds great. Okay. So, um, yeah, you just quickly dash back a couple steps, and you feel this energy surrounding you and protecting you from harm as the Redcaps, their grins are, yeah, only widening even further as they are hopefully preparing to take some chunks out of you. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to jump back to Quincy. Uh, okay, so the guy with the grenades paralyzed, right? Yep. He's taken out of the fight for now. Uh, can I pick him up? Sure. Uh, I'm going to throw him at the, a group of the other guys. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you pick him up uh, with your superhuman strength. And, uh, yeah, roll me just a ranged attack roll to see what happens. Okay. Uh, that is a 17. Okay. Um, 17. All right. So, yeah, you hurl him overhanded, picking him up with both hands. Uh, and he just goes hurtling through the air soundlessly, still stunned. As you know what, I'm just gonna ask you to roll me, um, yeah, just roll me, um, 2d6. Okay, uh, as I throw him, I yell, Mind the pin! Okay, uh, that is four damn, four, four. I okay, um, all right, so you throw him at a group of guys with, uh, yeah, assault rifles and stuff that are just tr focusing their fire on. Um, yeah, actually, you see Hespero, captain of the guard, who has another massive shield up, and he's crouched behind it, taking their fire as he's desperately holding on. But then the man that you threw clotheslines one of the guys with the assault rifles, and, uh, yeah, you hear just a bunch of shouts. Aye! Oh, uh, Jesus fucking Christ! Tim, is that you? What, what the hell do you... And then uh, suddenly you hear a boom as the grenade goes off, and suddenly a, a cluster of screams as they throw themselves in all directions to try and avoid the blast. But it looks as though, uh, yeah, you have absolutely thwarted their efforts, and uh, Hespero, who was behind the shield, uh, catches your eye, Quincy, and just gives you a firm nod. Nor normally, Quincy would be like, oh, let's all talk it out, but yeah. like, firing guns at into like civilian areas is like yeah. a, a big no-no on Quincy's are, list. Are yeah. we finally going to get Quincy going up to a guy and going embrace tranquility as he punches out his heart? Uh. Mm. Well, Quincy will deal non-lethal damage if possible, but he's not <laughs> yeah, like, these guys don't seem very reasonable. They don't feel like somebody he could shake hands with. I okay. won't kill you, but I'm also not really going to try and keep you from dying. 
All right, and it's I, at this I, point. I, mm, they, sorry, hey, go ahead. they could have jumped. They could have grabbed the grenade out of the guy's hand and held it. <laughs> yeah, that was their fault. They weren't fast enough. Should have uh -huh. tra tra trained harder. So after that, Quincy, so you took out this cluster of guys, and it's at this point that, um, yeah, a lot of the guys who were focusing fire on the myths have now caught. Uh, yeah, they now notice that both you and Tony are there, and because, um. Yeah, you guys aren't exactly flanking them, like, you don't have them pinned between yourselves and the town guard, but you are definitely approaching them from another angle, and they are starting to realize that, uh, yeah, there are a couple new entrants into this fight. So then it's going to go to Franklin's turn. All right, uh, so I'm still under this thing's arm. Yep. Uh, well, it's time to figure out whether or not this thing's got any sort of... Uh um internals that can be messed with because i'm going to hit it with yeah. a wraith touch okay go ahead please uh and that is a eight plus 18 to hit that's definitely a hit roll me some damage please okay what's a rank seven ability for damage again 5d6 five six, six seventeen damage all right so um so and you, question, mm. is this technically an undead or something that fear that can potentially fear death? Um, I will say yes. Okay, uh, then it has to roll a uh, resistance to uh, fortitude roll against stun. Okay, um, all right, what is, so I'm guessing the DC for that is 17. Yes. Makes sense, okay. Um, yeah, uh, I will say that what happens is, um, as this, uh, thing still looms over you bring one arm back for another strike you leap up off of one of the nearby desks your hand glowing with uh necro necrotic energy and you just plunge it directly into what you think is this thing's chest amid the hundreds of eyes that are watching you and just roiling in this thing's skin and then suddenly you feel it slowly freeze and then suddenly it almost collapses directly on top of you and it's almost like this thing is melting, you think, for a panicked moment. But then you realize it is falling apart into two separate halves. Um, like two masses that are actually struggling to pull themselves together and are just these sort of like two amorphous shapes that are, yeah, not quite humanoid, but all of the things that are making both of them up are just clearly fighting to try and, uh, yeah, make themselves into two larger figures. Right. And yeah, then after that, it is going to go from you to uh, back to the Warren Myth Town. Or so, yeah, the guards now realizing that both you, uh, that both of you are there, Quincy and Tony, they are going to direct their fire, um, yeah, renew in a renewed fashion at the McCarthy family. And uh, yeah, you see that Jack charges from where he was covering everybody with a shield and. Bringing uh, up a hand, he starts shooting uh, water bullets into the crowd of the McCarthys, and you actually see that he manages to take one guy down as the guy falls back, his gun clattering from his hands. Simultaneously, the fellow who has the ability of self that seems to be like multiple guys, maybe like 10 of himself altogether, they're all going to dash towards you, Quincy, and suddenly there are a group of identical men converging on you with razor-sharp claws that are identical to Franklin's ability uh, that he got from the ghoul, Grinner. So, okay. yeah, an attack is coming your way. Um, okay. What is your defense? My defense is high. It is 
So, uh, my AC is 20. Uh -huh. but, if you, but if he wants to hit me, he also I also get a chance to just negate it. Your AC is 20? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, he had an attack I, that... I have, I have, like, no toughness. He rolled <laughs> He rolled a 19 to hit you, so... <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so, Quincy, suddenly there are seven sets of claws slashing at you simultaneously, and you just blink for a moment, and all of the claws are past you, and you kind of just turn around and look Qu around. Qu and, uh, Quincy actually goes down to tie his shoe. Okay. And then, then realizes he's wearing sandals. And yeah. Then he's like, ah, oh, I forgot. And, and then by, you, at this point, they're all like swiping at him. They stand yeah. back up. <laughs> uh, you stand back, you look up. They aren't there. You stand back up, kind of confused. You turn around and they are all behind you. Like they did that sort of like anime thing where they run past and slash almost. Yeah. And, they and they turn around with, uh, they all have like the same sort of uh, grim expression on their face. Then they just see you and it turns to bafflement. <laughs> what? Oh, like looking at their hands like what? Yeah. Usually when I do that, the person falls down. Uh-huh. So after you, uh, after that fellow's turn, it then goes to Tony. Uh, Tony is going to target the, I actually, probably the tar target the group with the, the bazooka and just hit them with a full strength uh, rank seven fireball. Okay, um, so that is uh, an area attack? Yeah, that is a area, it is a cloud, so it uh, lasts uh, an extra, it lingers uh, for one round afterwards, and, um, uh, sorry, let me just, uh, yeah, I'm so, yeah, and it lingers for one round afterwards, it's an area attack, so they make a reflex save to take half damage, So uh, and that is... hit. Okay, um, yeah, the reflex saving throw I take it is 17? Yes. Okay, they failed at that, so roll me uh, max damage, please. Okay, I rolled very poorly. Uh, so that's uh, 10 damage to all of them, uh, and it's also uh, cloud area, so... Okay, so, um, yeah, so you just, uh, yeah... You just push down on the bellows, and there is a gout of flame that washes over them, and all you hear are just panicked screams as they are running about out of the cloud of flames, screaming at each other, and just, uh, fuck, fuck, mate, fuck, fuck, and then one of them, uh, is just, wait, oh, fuck, I dropped the bazooka! Uh, so, yeah. Oh, that sounds bad. Uh-huh. So, yeah, basically, um, as one of them shouts, suddenly there is a detonation, and I am going to roll 1d20 and see what happens. High is good High is good for you guys, low is bad for you guys. Okay. That is a 15, okay. So, um, I'm going to say that the bazooka suddenly goes off, and uh, there is this rapid spiraling rocket that actually, yeah... It hits a nearby, like, building from the looks of things. You don't think anybody was inside because you don't hear any screams, but suddenly, like, part of it gives way and a whole bunch of rubble starts coming down on another group of McCarthy's nearby. And suddenly you hear shouts and screams as, uh, yeah, they are suddenly bombarded with uh, what is presumably several hundred pounds of falling rocks. So... Uh, yeah. So, yeah, a bunch of them are suddenly hit, uh, for a whole lot of damage, but not enough to take anybody out. But nevertheless, you hear more screams of pains and shouts as they are running away from the side of the impact. 
that it lasts around and if anybody enters or uh or stays in that cloud they're, they're gonna take another uh they're gonna need to roll for reflex again to not take more damage i believe is it allies and enemies or just uh or it is allies and enemies it, it does not have um okay so i can't uh, i just i want to double check that i can't walk into it yeah. no you do not walk, walk into in, it do not walk into the hot gas cloud the gas cloud does not have iff so after that, it then goes uh, from you, Tony. Uh, t so next up, we have the Red Caps, who are going to try and launch attacks against uh, Adam. But Adam is surrounded by the force field, so you have, um, yeah, a substantial... Basically, they have to get through the force field before they can get to you. So they are going to roll some, for some damage. Uh, okay, so they leap at the force field, begin hacking at it, and you can see that their cleavers are pinging off of this force field as it's thrumming with energy. But then one of them deals an overhanded blow that seems to cleave through something, and there is a sound like shattering glass as you hear Waffles yelp behind you. And suddenly, yeah, the dog is shaking its head as the glowing runes around you, Adam, are suddenly fading away into darkness. However, the Redcaps had to spend their turn doing that. So, yeah. And then it is going to go to the enormous mounds turn above uh, you, uh, Franklin. Mm -hmm. So it, or I'm going to say that it is not the single mass now, but the two masses who are going to try to roll to overcome what you did to them. And neither of them succeeded. So both of the masses are still trying to pull themselves together. But uh, some of the uh, night spawn are just falling off the piles, lying on the ground, stunned before slowly clambering clambering to their tiny clawed hands and feet and trying to regain rejoin the mass mm -hmm. so yeah uh they aren't able to do anything either and then it's going to go to next the mccarthy's turn so there are still it seems like um yeah a few groups of men so the ones that have been engulfed by the fire cloud are going to pull out some sidearms and are going to concentrate fire on you uh tony so let's see what how they do with that okay and now they're going to roll for they're going to roll for damage. But yeah, the more bullets are just winging off of you as it is impossible to penetrate your tough exterior. Because uh, I, I am wearing armor. I, yeah. I'd like to point out that it's not just natural toughness. I am also yeah. wearing armor. Yeah, it's just hitting your armor and pinging off. And it is, yeah, you can barely feel it. It's like a toddler's trying to punch you. So uh, then after that, another group is going to try and... Uh, yeah, do the same thing, but these time, this time these guys have assault rifles, and let's see how that goes. Chris, what was the uh, the the power rank of the guys who were trying to hit me the first time? Because if it's um, two or less, the bullets will bounce back at them. <laughs> um, it wasn't rank two. Uh, they were trying to hit you with a rank three attack. Okay. All right. Oh my god! Fucking headshot yourself. <laughs> Oh, like that one guy in the first Iron Man movie. Oh, but anyhow, uh, um, yes. So, yeah, more bullets are winging off your armor as you are still pumping the bellows and getting ready. But, and then finally, the last turn goes to Waffles, who is going to bark once again. And yeah, this time a bullet full on impacts one of the red caps who, as a result of this attack, goes skidding backwards, tumbling end over end, and his uh, butcher's knife just skids away into the darkness as he lies prone on the ground, this whitish smoke coming off of him. So it looks like he's been taken out. Nice. Yeah. 
Uh, the same one that uh, you hit earlier, Adam. So it looked like you helped out with that. And then at the end of the round, uh, what's going to happen next? Um, so it looks like the men who are with the McCarthys are just still trying to pour the lead out onto the guardsmen who are trying to hold them off as best you can. But your arrival, Tony and Quincy, have made things more difficult as they are just still trying to concentrate fire. And it looks as though the guards are doing pretty well at shoring up their defenses. Like, uh, Jack still has his shield up and is pulling another uh, few guardsmen to their feet before, uh, yeah, he brings up his liquid sword and is going to charge forward at a group of the McCarthys. But then suddenly, um, yeah, you see that somebody runs forward and full-on clotheslines Jack, sending him sprawling out to the ground. Oh, no. This guy, turning around, is this well-built dude with a closely shaved head uh, and a rough, uh, yeah, like, face that looks like he's been in, like, too many bar fights for his own good. But as he's turning around to look at the both of you, Quincy and Franklin, you realize he is gleaming in the light as though he is made of pure metal. Oh, no. Colossus man. Uh, yeah, it looks like, and he is built very solidly for a human, and he is just going to walk, uh, yeah, back towards Jack, lying on the ground, cracking his knuckles as he goes. And, yeah, then we're gonna go back to the top of initiative with Adam. Uh, okay, so with one red cap, uh, down, I'm feeling a lot more confident. I'm gonna wind up for another unarmed attack, but I'm gonna make it a power attack. Okay, great. Uh, so the way this works is I take minus five defense for the next round, um, mm -hmm. but I, I can unarmed attack at uh, uh, 66 damage instead of 2d6. Holy so, shit, okay. Yes. Uh, hits, uh, hits like a brick. Uh -huh. So, uh, But I have to hit first. Okay, uh, not bad. Uh, 17 to hit. That's a hit. Roll me your massive, massive damage. Okay, <laughs> don't forget the armor piercing. Yes. Um, okay. I have not see. forgotten. 17. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, that actually does it. So um, this time, uh, yeah, you just uh, get yourself ready, crouching into a runner stance, and you, uh, yeah, just disappear from view for a moment as the red cap just, uh, yeah, suddenly goes rigid, not knowing where you are. And then your fist impacts its face full on, and you just bring your fist up, and this thing goes streaking through the air, hitting the ceiling of the hallway before uh, going down to the ground, rolling a few times with the sound of shattering uh, tile beneath its, yeah, uh, beneath it. And Ooh. yeah, it is, it is lying prone on the ground, and it is not moving. Okay. Um, so, seeing that this hallway has been cleared, uh, I'm going to uh, just look at Waffles and say, come on, let's go uh, help out our friends. And I'm going to yeah. start back towards Blackmore. Uh, Waffles is giving you a bit of a tired pant, and you notice a bit of a trickle of blood going down the side of his face, but he just gives you a hearty <gasps> woof uh, at that. Oh, dear. Okay. All right, uh, that, that's my turn. Okay, great. And after you, it is going to go to with... Uh, next in initiative is Quincy. Uh, okay. So how many guys are left after, like, the whole debris thing? Okay, so there is still the guy that Tony attacked who had the bazooka, still have the sidearms. There is another group with assault rifles that attacked Tony but failed. And finally, there seems to be one more group that is attacking the guardsmen, but they're being concentrated upon. Aside from those three groups of minions, 
there is also um, the Metal Man as well as uh, the fellow who seems to have duplicated himself a bunch. Okay, uh, I'm going to go after the Metal guy. Okay, great. So, uh, yeah, roll me an attack roll, please. Okay, so Quincy is going to, like, like old man I, teleport, essentially, in, with his, like, incredible uh, burst of speed towards him. Okay. Um, and he's going to try to do another paralyzed punch. All right. So roll me an attack roll, please. Yeah, this doesn't. This isn't damage. This, isn't, uh, this might actually work. Um, that is twelve. That's probably not gonna work. What's, what's his AC? Uh, his AC. Um, sorry. What did you say? Your roll? Twelve. Twelve. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say that you race forward at high speed getting ready to punch and you thrust your hand out in uh you know sort of like the knife hand getting ready to hit his pressure points and then suddenly um uh, his hand flashes out and catches your wrist and you just look up and his eyes are literally burning in their sockets like a pair of orbs uh yeah red orbs uh, that have smoke coming off of them as he's just looking down at you with an expression that could kill Ooh. And you just pull your hand back out of his grip. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transition it into a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, so just, nice to meet you. Very like what you've done with the place. So yeah. you uh, hold your hand out in a shake, and it's gonna go from you to Franklin's turn. Yeah. Okay. Um. So he can, he, he can pull away if he wants, but <laughs> this handshake very happening. loose handshake. He's not so using only... the webs. He's not using the webs. <laughs> no, he's a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's only two of these, like, uh, dark creatures at this point, right, Chris? Like, yes, they don't... that's correct. All right. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm still standing in front of one. I'm just uh -huh. going to attempt to give it the old Wraith Touch again. Yep. Uh, All right. Does a, a 16 hit. It does, indeed. Uh, roll me an attack roll, please. Or a damage roll. That is... 16 damage to one of them. Okay. Um, nice. And as you do this, um, basically this mass that you just hit, um, yeah, suddenly it... Uh, yeah, you thrust your hand in and suddenly the shock goes down your arm once again and you just find whatever is the... Like, you're not sure if this thing has one soul, multiple souls. You're not really sure. All you know is you just grab and twist. And this thing is falling apart once again, but... Now it's um, on two smaller piles that are maybe about the same size as you. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so with my move action, I'm mm. going to rearrange some of my powers to put a bunch of stuff into uh, burning skin. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm just going to set myself on fire. <laughs> All right. Um, what if I just uh, set myself on fire? Um, can you do that as part of the same turn? Um, it doesn't say how long it takes for the burning skin fire to, uh, do something. I believe that counts as an attack action. All right, well then, uh, I will prep myself to set myself ah. on fire. Okay, you he get will begin smoking. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, yeah, you redistribute your points and you feel heat blossoming in your chest as it spread through your body in anticipation of what's to come. So then, um, yeah, the guy who seems to be a bunch of guys back in uh, the Mythtown fight, uh, 
Yeah, all of the duplicates, seeing that uh, Quincy is engaged with the big metal guy, he's going to turn his attention to somebody else. Uh, specifically, he's going to see if he can overwhelm Tony. So he, so yeah, Tony, you see that a bunch of identical guys with razor sharp hands are running at you for a bunch of attacks. So uh, let's see here. Um, but yeah, uh, all right. So yeah, you um, br yeah, you just uh, bring the bellows up and shoot a gout of flame at this guy, but he sort of ducks out of the way and runs around the fireball. And there are a bunch of slashes coming at you. Tony, I'm going to ask you to make me a perception check, please. Okay. Uh, if I roll a little, little bit better this time. Mm. Uh, 16. Okay, so Tony, this guy, like, all of these things are slashing you simultaneously, but you don't feel anything, and then you feel something for a moment from one of them. Uh, well, you see, th this fool, mm. this, this fool has gone very close to me while mm. I've got the forge out. And yeah. doesn't realize I'm immune to fire. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Well, uh, we can address that right now, in fact, because it's your turn. Okay. Well, I, yeah. Let's see if Tony can 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 save versus his own attack. And mm. uh, we'll see if this guy can save versus uh, my attack. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Tony uh, got an 18 to sit on his reflex. So he only takes half of... Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, uh, half of 17 damage, mm. uh, which is way less than my uh, th than my damage reduction. So Tony okay. takes no damage because actually he takes half of half of that. So, <laughs> all right. So all of the duplicates jump back simultaneously, and suddenly, like almost all of them, suddenly waver in the air for a moment before dissipating like an illusion except for one of them, a guy who's jumping back, clutching at his still-smoking jacket, uh, patting it out with his razor-sharp hands for a moment before looking up at you, his eyes narrowing as, uh, yeah, he's realizing just what a tough customer you are. So, uh, he has to jump back 35 feet ah, to okay. get out of the cloud, so... Uh, okay, well, um, he will have to do that on his next turn, then. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you are in the, the both of you are locked in the midst of a firestorm. So then after that, it's going to go, uh, yeah, the red caps are down. Uh, okay, so they're taken care of. So the metal man, Quincy, uh, is going to try to make a grappling check against you. Okay. Oh, it's going in for the hug. And what is your defense, Quincy? Uh, 20. All right. Uh, so you barely succeed because this guy has a very high score and he rolled very well, but he made just under that. So um, as he suddenly lunges out at you with the other arm, presumably to pull you in for a bear hug, you just slip your wrist out of his hand and just uh, duck underneath his outstretched arms and come out behind him as he spins around. And, okay. th and then after that, uh, yeah, it is going to go back to your turn, Franklin as the shambling uh, figures that are now one medium-sized pile and two people-person-sized piles, uh, yeah, they're going to roll for their fortitude saving throws. So, sorry, the, um... So there's one that's still, like, taller than me, and there's one, two yes. that are, like, about the same size as me. Yes, and the okay. ones that are the same size as you just succeeded on their throws, actually, and they are both going to launch some simultaneous attacks against you. Okay. 
but they rolled poorly, not enough to combat your high toughness score. So as suddenly these people-sized piles are suddenly, uh, yeah, roiling with hundreds of tiny fists as they sort of sway towards you almost, and suddenly tons of these dark tiny claws are scratching out at you over and over again, presumably to try and rip you apart. But yeah, you just, uh, yeah, you can't feel it through your thick body armor and the toughness afforded to you by your bugbear's abilities. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that is not a success on their part. Then after those things, it's gonna go back to, uh, yeah, the McCarthy minions. So the guys who were using the bazooka um, are in fact going to turn their attention back towards the guardsmen uh, and they're gonna fire upon them with their firearms and let's see what happens. Okay, so, um, yeah, the fight continues as suddenly there is an ogre who takes what looks like a bullet round to the shoulder and he just collapses back holding his shoulder. Simultaneously, um, there is a, yeah, what looks to be a dwarf who takes um, a shot to the chest and just falls over on the ground as a couple other dwarves go over and begin covering him with their shields as they're trying to just stop the assault bearing down on them. And yeah, the fellows with the uh, assault rifles are also picking up the pace as both sides are trading hits, it looks like, in what looks to be a very damaging series of blows against each other. And uh, at the end of this round, I will say that um, Adam, you can hear uh, yeah, just these these blood-curdling screams coming from a nearby staircase that seems to lead upstairs in the mm. precinct. And at the same time, uh, Quin uh, Quincy and uh, Tony, the two of you hear another boom from up above, and it looks like that grayish sphere, like the intensity of whatever fight is going on in there is accelerating to a fever pitch. And yeah, it looks as though this thunderstorm is just now, yeah, basically picking up the pace to a full-on lightning storm inside. Thanks. Uh-huh. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com. 